Matthew 10, verse 41. Matthew 10, verse 41. Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. My message is very short tonight because I just don't want to take much time, but I just want to move around and demonstrate the power. One, two, three, go read. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive the righteous man's reward. So God is separating a prophet from a righteous man. All right. So God is saying, stand up. Come over here. God is saying, this is, just come over here. God is saying, this is a righteous man. And God is saying, this is a what? A prophet. And God is saying, oh, you're receiving? <laughs> it's just an example. <laughs> now look at this. So this is a prophet. And this one is a righteous man. So the, the Bible says, if you meet a righteous man, you shall receive a reward from the righteous man. Then God is differentiating. If you meet a prophet, now it tells you, a word from a righteous man to bless you, and a word from the prophet, they are two different words. The Bible says, you shall receive a reward from the righteous man. Then he says, he who received a prophet, not in his name, but in the name of a prophet. Not in the name of Bushiri. In the name of a prophet. Go back to the verse. Go back to the verse. He that received a prophet in the name of a prophet. Meaning, each time you bump a prophet, there must be a reward from him. Sit that moment. There must be a reward from him. Right. This is the biggest issue I'm having right now. The biggest problem I have right now. I was asking myself a question. To say, do, do those people, all of them, are they having a prophet's reward? Are you having a reward of a prophet? Oh, now watch this. Now, the Bible says, he who receiveth, a prophet, in the name of a prophet, shall receive 
a reward of a prophet. I'm going to say this to you, and I want you to believe it, or not believe it. I was teaching yesterday to some of my pastors. We had a pastor's conference. In John 6, verse 28, the Bible says what? In John 6, verse 28, the Bible says what? I want you to read together. I want you to go read. Wait a moment. I was saying, simple question. What shall we do that we might do the works of God? What shall we do? What are the works of God? I want to I wanna serve God. I want to do his works. So they asked the question to Jesus. What shall we do in order to do his works? And he said in verse 29, this was his answer in verse 29. One, three, go read. Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, that you believe on him, who he has sent. As simple as that. The works of God is not what I'm preaching here. No. The works of God is to believe the one whom God has sent. Just the fact you believe that he is a prophet, God has sent him. The Bible says those are the works. The works of God. It says the works of God is to believe the one God has sent. Those are the works of God. I have faith that God sent you into your family. In the morning I was praying and I had the revelation. And I have faith in this revelation. You were not just born and come into that family. You were sent. You just didn't come into this church. You were sent. Until you discover the reason why God brought you. The Bible says, who shall receive a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a reward of a prophet. Prophets have got rewards they carry with them. And I want to drop them into somebody's hands. So I was, I was studying the Bible and I was checking. What are the prophet's rewards? How do they look like? Are they green or blue? What are the rewards of prophets? You see, God says, this is Jesus saying. It's not like Peter or somebody was preaching. This is Jesus himself. He says, if you meet a prophet, if you meet him, not just meeting him the way you just meet, no, but if you meet him in the name of a prophet, 
He says there is something from him to give it to you. Not from God. So a prophet can decide. Even if God didn't say it. Can we do something just now? That's where the whole prophetic ministry, that's how the controversial part comes. They're like, what is he talking about? What is he saying? In fact, <laughs> we are even more better. If this world was in the days of Elisha, he would be in the newspaper every day. Do you understand that Elisha, he called the lions to eat children. If I would do that in our days, do you understand Moses took a stick, threw it on the ground, it became a snake. If I would do that in our days. So I wonder, when people are talking about prof, you know, I, I even laugh. We haven't yet even started doing things. Oh, yes. Ah. We haven't even started. And I'm like, oh, did you see? Oh, hey, he's screaming. He can, ah, I mean, come on. We haven't even begun. Can you imagine? When Jesus was walking on the water in those days, if Peter would take a picture and post on social media, the whole world would be like, this is fake. Do you understand? I'm saying, do you understand? Do you even know that Moses prayed and the earth opened up and swallowed people alive? We did nothing. This is more small things. You see, just we are still preparing the church. God has not yet begun to move. You didn't hear me. I just said right now. The Lord has not yet started his movement. We are preparing in the church. That's why God called us very young. Because there's a long journey to go. We're preparing. In the course of preparing, like, mm -hmm. this is... And this is so controversial. Yes. Every, every prophet is made of controversy. There is no prophet without controversy. It is controversy that makes a prophet. Tonight, I have something to deliver to somebody's hand. I receive. This is where we are going. You see, we have got a problem. I'm not teaching tonight. I've said that already. I'm not preaching. I said I'm going to speak for a few minutes. I'm speaking to somebody. 
So, understand this. Understand and hear this very well. In the prophetic ministry, there are so many things to understand. I'm saying this thing because tonight, someone will live here with a word. See. Do you, know, do you know why the Bible says, he who shall receive a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a reward? Do you know why? It's not easy for a prophet to be received. <laughs> to a level whereby in heaven they had to prepare a package to say, mm, prophets will be believed. So the one who will believe in them, they must be receiving something. <laughs> you didn't hear this one. When they sat down in the executive, on the executive table and they were discussing matters of the kingdom and how they would send prophets on earth, they said, okay, when we send prophets, no one will believe in them. They said, no, 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 no problem. Those who shall believe prophets, they must be receiving what? Just to show the world. That you believe into the prophetic. So I can't be in a ministry believing in, in the prophetic ministry and having no reward. If you believe in prophets tonight, you must tell God I need a reward right now. There is a special reward given to those who believe in prophets. That's when 2 Chronicles 20, verse 20 says what? Believe in God, you shall be upheard. Believe in the prophets, you shall prosper. There is a special reward. And what is the reward? It is a reward of prosperity. Ever wondered? Watch this. Ever wondered why all Muslim countries, they are doing so well? They believe in their prophets. You like it or you don't. I'm telling the truth. They believe in their prophets. You go into African countries. Look at a country with oil. Most of these countries strategically, the area there is oil. Most of places are Muslim areas. Look at all beautiful beaches in Africa are taken by Muslims. Check the richest, the owners of buildings. You don't find somebody speaking in tongues. It's quite few. Quite few. The principle is clear. Believe in your prophets, you shall prosper. I'm telling you, I don't know South Africa. In my country, the Muslims are the richest in the country. And I know the richest man in Africa is a Muslim. Believe in, believe in your prophets. And you shall prosper. Because on the mouth of a prophet, there is a reward. The Bible says it's like a pain of a ready right. 
So tonight we are doing something very strange. <laughs> Do it, me. How many are ready for tonight? Second overflow tent. Are you ready? Third overflow tent. Are you ready? Tonight we're doing something strange. There is a special package. Where are you from? I, I come from US. Where in US? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. You? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Okay. You? Namibia. 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 You? Netherlands. You? Netherlands. You? Botswana. Washington, D.C. Botswana. Malawi. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, tell me, when you were leaving Atlanta, Georgia, coming over here, Yes. you know, Problem. I have a problem here. Yes. I must solve this problem now. Yes. When she was leaving Atlanta, Georgia, she was saying she's going to meet a prophet. Yes. Or she was just like, okay, I'm going to see the prophet. Because seeing a prophet and seeing the prophet in the name of a prophet, they're two different things. In the name of a prophet, it means if I meet you in the name of you, it means I am meeting you of who you are. Meaning, whatsoever you shall say. Do you know what the Bible says about prophets? That's what I'm saying. Do you know what the Bible says about righteous people? says, and the prayer of a righteous man shall save the sick. And if the person committed any wrong, the Lord shall forgive him. There are two people who are very important on that scripture. A prophet and a righteous man. The Bible says, a prayer of a righteous man avails much other scripture says a prayer of a righteous man is what? Powerful and effective. Now, lady, you have come from all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Now, if you came here to meet a prophet, yes. just to say, I'm going to see the prophet. And if you came and said, I'm going because he's a prophet, and any word from him yes. shall happen. Yes. Now, there is a reward. For you. There are people around there yes. who are actually some are watching you right now yes. and they want to see what you're going to bring back. Yes. You're going to go back with the reward of a prophet. Yes. 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 I receive. I receive. I receive. Just, just watch this. I knew it. Watch this. 
Tonight, I just want to read something to somebody. Which some people must know why you are following prophets. <laughs> I'm looking for somebody who says, I need something to show. Ask your neighbor, do you have a reward yet? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. That was just a blessing from God. That was a prayer, a testimony, maybe after we prayed for you. Maybe when you came on international visitors or maybe when you were watching on the TV. You receive what you receive, but that is not yet a reward. When you are rewarded by a prophet. I just, I just found this so strange. Where there has to be a scripture in the Bible, it tells you the level, how difficult it is for somebody to believe in a prophet. They can be in church listening to you, yet in their minds, they have got so many question marks. Because to believe in the prophets from the days of old, it has never been possible. Amen. I'm saying we are better. Moses' congregation was worse. His own congregation, his own congregation of Moses, we are fighting him. His own congregation. We are better. His own arrows, when he's busy praying, the time he's finishing praying, he goes back, he finds them worshipping other gods. The people who saw with their own eyes the sea parting. Believing in prophets is not possible. It's not easy. That's why there's a special reward, a package. Like a retirement package. When I was bringing them, one guy said, you see, my son, he asked me, he said, do, do they have a reward from the prophet? I said, God, only you, you know. He said, no. Tonight, when you go, he said, they release a, release a reward. Release a reward. That's what I'm here for tonight. I just want somebody, somebody to have... Oh my God. How many believe in the prophets? What are the works of God? What are the works of God? The Bible says the works of God are. And I'm waiting. I thought it was number one is this, number two. The works of God are. Then the mission one. The works of God are, I thought it would be one, fasting, two, giving to the poor, three, preaching. It says now, the works of God are believing in the one whom God 
has a set. If you have that, blessed are you. We don't need you to do the works of God like, oh, prophets, I want to do works of God. No, no, no. Believe in the one that he has sent. If God has sent you, you too, the people you are ministering to, they should believe you as the one whom God has sent. If they shall do that, they are doing the works of God. If they shall look at you and see in you, you are the saint from God. Now let me give you one example of one man who believed whom God sent and got a reward. His name is called Peter. Jesus said, some say I am Moses. Some say I'm Elijah. Some say I'm the prophet to come. Some say, a lot of visions. Who do you say I am? Peter said, you are the Christ. Sent from God. Immediately a reward was released. So from now your name is no longer Simon. Your name is Petra. Your name is Peter. On you I shall build my church. I give you the keys. A reward. I give you the keys. The gates of hell. The gates of heaven. I receive. Do you understand that? Do you understand? Somebody got a reward for believing in the one whom God sent. From that day, Peter became so powerful. Do you know the meaning of Simon? Simon means what? Someone who is unstable in all his ways. Actually, it symbolizes a reed that is in water. And when water is moving, the reed is like this. Like what's happening with your company right now. Like what's going on with your calling, with your ministry, with your business. Unstable. We don't understand where it is going. Until you believe in the one whom God has sent, you shall be changed from this level into a rock. Somebody shout yes. Yes. Jesus said, and he said, you are so unstable. He said, but from now onwards, you are Peter. I shall build something on you. There are things which God wants to build on people. But he's referring to build on them because of the instability. Jesus could not do something on him because there was not a stable background. Until you become stable, God can do some certain things on your life. 
Ask your neighbor, are you stable? Is your prayer life stable? Is your calling stable? Is your business stable? Financially, are you stable? What are they saying? They're quiet. So Peter was unstable in all his words. And Jesus said, from now, because you believe in the one who God sent, a reward was given. And the reward was given. What is your reward? Do you know there's a special reward for you just because you believe in a prophet? Do you know there's a reward just for you believing in a prophet? The Bible didn't say, and God shall reward you. So no, a prophet has a reward in his hands. And tonight I want to drop to somebody's hands. Amen. 